concrete. From the job site to your home, team up with Team Tools and Makita's wide range of power tools. Time for another snake draft on the Elijah Har Show. Come on, slither it snake it snake. Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933 KWTO or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. Well, it's Friday, it's snake draft time with Brother Noah. I thought about doing a Mount Rushmore of 10 picks because today's snake draft is your favorite movie line of all time. Brother Noah Garrett, you guys ready for this? There are so many, I'm not sure that we can really narrow it down. That's the tough part. No, I know, I know. I thought I'd do it last 50 years, but like, let's just, let's just roll hot. Brother Noah, do you want the first one or do you want me to go first? You go ahead, you go ahead. There's so many. So here's the, the problem is, it's hard to pick a number one because there's like five or six that I use a lot that I really, really like. And I know... In about 30 minutes, you'll be like, I can't believe I didn't use this quote. But let's get it started. I'm going to start with what I believe is one of the most quotable movies ever. And uh, probably, it's a dark movie. It's a little nihilistic. Glengarry Glenn Ross, Coffees for Closers. There is probably no other line I like as much. When you want to tell somebody to step up to the plate that the world meets snowman halfway Coffees for Closers in that movie is one of my all-time favorite lines. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch the whole movie to get the build-up to the line. But Coffee for Closers may be my favorite movie line of all time. What's funny is I think Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, as an entire movie, it, I, I, hate, I hesitate to say overrated, but there are so many individual parts of that well, movie that are outrageously good. The sum good. of the movie is not equal to the part. 100% agree. That movie has some of the most brilliant... I, there are other movies... Pulp Fiction, another movie. Yep. The sum of it is not as good as the parts. Uh, same with Ron Berg and the Anchorman. The whole movie is just okay. There are individually brilliant parts, and that's how I feel about Glengarry Glenn Ross. There are parts of that movie that are so, so just demand your attention. If I'm if I'm thinking right, when 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 Alec Baldwin shouts, "Coffee is for closers," is that it's at Jack Lemmon, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a good yeah. scene. Basic premise of the movie is hey, you th- we've got we've got we're in a pickle. And whoever sells the most widgets this weekend gets a brand new El Dorado. Number two gets a steak knives and everybody else gets fired. So go sell. And the, at one point, somebody goes to pick up a coffee and he's just like, coffee's for closers. Knocks it out. I love, I love it so much. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is such a jerk. He is just <laughs> eating the seat. If he can, he's verbally shooting everybody on the set. Uh, it's a great, great first choice. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Um, mine is a, it's harder to put in a single quote like that, but I'll, I'll, I'll do the whole quote, but I, I've, uh, it's from El Pacino in any given Sunday. It's the inches speech. Ah, in my mind, the greatest halftime speech in, in film history. But to, to, to close it down into just three sentences, the inches we need are everywhere around us in any fight. It's the guy who's willing to die. That's going to win that inch because that's what living it is. The six inches in front of your face. It's the six inches in front of your face. I love that line. It's so good. And again, the whole scene as a whole movie, Any Given Sunday, again, I think is similar to Glengarry Glenn Ross. I think there's parts in it that are, are greater than the entirety. You know how there's certain, when when somebody says something, it's like you can smell things. 
I could hear the music playing mm-hmm. as he sends it, and it, and they're doing these like slow motion cuts to, between the players. Ah, gives me chills. LL Cool J and Lawrence Taylor with their glasses and their earrings. I mean, it's just it's such a good scene. So good. And and if you want to get pumped up to do, whether it's lifting weights or selling something, that's that's the scene to to watch. Hundred percent. Hundred again. Greatest halftime football speech in movie history and probably in the real world. So, I guess this brings me to my picks, which are not going to be as good as I, f- I, I feel like. Um, I'm not the biggest movie guy in the world. My favorite thing to do is sit around and watch TV shows like mindlessly and not actually pay attention. And I'm, I've really only seen a few movies pre-2001 when I was born. So, this is going to be a little bit tough. However, um, the first thing that popped into my head, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a struggle in the later rounds. But the first thing that popped into my head was, of course, the movie Star Wars. And I was looking through a whole bunch of different Star Wars quotes. And I won't take the a couple of the obvious ones because there's one that I think has been quoted quite a bit. But also just the uh, the spirit of it has been reset over and over and over again. And that's Yoda in the fifth movie, Do or Do Not, There Is No Try. Ah, it's a one. life motto. It's a life motto for some people. Yoda delivers it beautifully to Luke Skywalker and it it kind of resets the entire training process for him and gets him going. It's a good choice. Hard hard to argue with Yoda. I mean the man the the, the creature was full the, of wisdom. The the dude man <laughs> alien guy. Yeah, I don't know really what what he's supposed to be, but he's wise, that's for sure. I get the wrap around and the this exact quote or this the this speech that we I'm about to bring up has been discussed and debated several different times on the show and i say it's the greatest speech of all time in movie history elijah Ah. has pushed back on it i wanted to go with one of the earlier quotes we will not go quietly into the night i don't think that perfectly (laughs) signifies the entire quote so i'll just go we uh let let me see exactly what it is i because i want to quote it perfectly today we declare our independence day (laughs) hey we will it's great we will not go quietly into the night we will not vanish without a fight we are going to live on. We're going to survive. rhyme always throws me. I'm like, yeah. it feels like <laughs> trying to like do a little break into poetry. <laughs> Today we celebrate our Independence Day, of course, from the movie Independence Day. I'm going to have to shorten that quote a little bit for the graphic, but it's just, it's absolutely perfect. So Elijah thinks this one's corny. I think this was great. I, it's, uh, it's not even the best presidential speech in a movie. It's ridiculous. The best, the best presidential quote in a movie, somebody may claim. Uh, I can't say because I know the line somebody might claim. But there's like <laughs> at least two lines by a president in another movie that are both superior to this, this particular quote by this particular movie. Here's my pushback. Were any of those presidents about to go into a fighter jet and fight aliens? Oh, uh, well, one punched a Russian and threw him out of Air Force One. Not so, even close. You know. Not even close to a real life alien. All right, I'll, with I'll, all of your experience. <laughs> no, listen, I've dealt with Russians and I've dealt with aliens, and aliens are much more difficult. <laughs> That's going to be the quote of the day, <laughs> brother Noah. All right, so this is—I pro- think this is the most quotable movie of all time. But of course, I'm—I'm I'm biased. This is also one of my favorite movies of all time. I had to narrow it to one, so I'm going to go with Walter Sobchak in The Big Lebowski. Mark it a zero, dude. Now, there is so much more to this scene than just that, most of which I cannot say on the air. None of it. Most of the good quotes you can't (laughs) say. Most of the quotes you can't say. The Big Lebowski is 
technically a bowling slash sports movie, but it's way more about that. It just happens to be that some guy's bowling. It. Who's your favorite character in the movie? Oh, Walter Sobchak. Interesting. Yeah, I like I, Jesus the Bowler. I may very well become so Walter Sobchak later in life. You may be there already. I may already be Walter Sobchak. <laughs> John Goodman <laughs> plays Walter Sobchak, who's like this divorced ex-Vietnam who is just angry at the world, but he he's just angry. He's just I angry. Mean, he is today's modern-day mega voter. They are angry, yes. and they want somebody to be their champion. And in this scene, they're bowling, and the guy they're bowling against, his toe slips over the line bowling, which is a foul if nobody knows, and and nobody says anything, and Walter says, your toe went over the line, mark it a zero, dude. And as the scene progresses, he ends up pulling a gun on the guy and saying, if you don't mark it a zero, you're entering a world of pain. It, it's my all my all time favorite movie, but that scene is is definitely my favorite scene in the movie. Um, all right. If you've seen the show Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad is about a high school chemistry teacher who gets leukemia, and he thinks his family's going to be destitute, and so he begins to manufacture crystal meth at a higher purity than anybody else, and he starts selling it. The season's about five seasons, or the show's about five seasons long. And at some point, his wife finds out. And what she doesn't realize is that her husband, Walter White, is going through a transition from a simple high school chemistry teacher to the biggest enforcer of black market drugs in the southwestern United States. She doesn't realize he's slowly turning into the Antichrist. And so there's a scene, I think somewhere maybe in season three or season four, where they're shouting at each other. And she's like... Walter, you don't understand. I lay awake in my bed at night waiting for a knock at the door. And he like leans down and he whispers in her face, I am the one who knocks. And at that moment, you realize that he is everybody's worst nightmare in the movie. And there's no, there's no single quote that sums up the evil that has built up into him like that line. I am the one who knocked. It's it is transformative. It's amazing and it's it's fantastic. I have a quick question. Uh, what's the movie quote? It's from Breaking Bad. But what's the movie oh quote? My God. What's this movie? Oh. That in fairness, Garrett did because he said in his first thing, I watch mostly TV shows, not movies. Quote all the TV shows you watch. Oh, okay. yeah, let's just change the rules. Oh, I'm sure oh, Backyard just, Bob or whatever you're watching. Wow, it's it's almost really, like, really deep quotes in it. Almost <laughs> like it's the Elijah Har show and he gets to set the rules. It's ridiculous. This is what I go through every single day of the week. No, congratulations. Right. You and you and Democratic Congress are over here changing the rules whenever you want to. Are you going to try to pack the court next? What's going on here? Uh, so for those of you who don't know... Uh, Garrett showed up late today, no. so we were a little bit on the edge of getting this show going. So my third quote is actually for Garrett. This oh, quote man. is this... from the movie Departed. It's from Mark Wahlberg when somebody starts yelling at him, and his quote is, "I'm the guy I did my who did my job. You must be the other guy." That's my third favorite quote. Great, and quote. I feel like in the moment it's a good one. <laughs> that... All right, you just turned that into some beautiful radio. I'm not gonna lie. What was that quote? One more time. I got. I'm it the again. guy who did his job. You must be the other guy. That's brilliant. That is a good quote. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Speaking of jerks in movies, who's oh. normally a great guy, he's a Speaking jerk of jer- in that movie. But Alec Baldwin is too. Yeah, they're both and they're both chewing up scenery like nobody's business. That's such the a good scene one. where where 
Alec Baldwin is talking to Matt Damon about getting married and why it's good for him. I love that scene. It's, people take you seriously. Somebody can put up with you. I love that scene. <laughs> Again, can't do it on radio, I, but I'm doing a poor job of trying to <laughs> take out all the things I can't say. All right, so we're going to go to one that is easy to say on the radio. It's very appropriate. It's from another great movie with many great quotes. This one's actually a prayer, a very short prayer that's in this movie. It's from the book of Eli. Thank you, Lord, for a warm bed to sleep on. Thank you for the food we are about to eat. Thank you for a roof over our heads on cold nights such as this. Thank you for companionship in hard times like these. Amen. One of my favorite movies, Denzel Washington, post-apocalyptic one of the most underrated movies. Oh, phenomenal. Nobody, like, it's one of those movies, it did fine at theater, but, like, if you talk to somebody that's seen it, they're like, hey, wait a minute, have you watched that movie? Yeah. And there's there's so many different parts. Again, I there's so many quotes I could have used. That my favorite is actually about twice as long, and it's at the end of the movie. But but just a great scene. Garrett, have you seen Book of Eli? I have not. No, that's the problem with a lot of these, like, gritty interesting deep movies is that i'm just i i don't watch them post-apocalyptic definitely watch it with the woman she'll love it i'll i'll try it out i'll try it out but <laughs> i'm also like uh it has mila kunis in yeah it, right? mila kunis denzel washington it has gary mila, old it has gary mila kunis in it yeah oh i'll, I'll see it <laughs> uh, well, now it's worth I'm, watching. I'm just helping a brother out here <laughs> all right that means it comes to me um, I have one quote fully prepared, ready to go. The other one, I'm just going to hope, comes to me in the middle of my little uh, spiel here. The problem is I've got like several more oh, that I want to do. So many. I'm like, ah. No, I know. I'm like a I'm like a minor leaguer who just got called up for this one. I'm clearly not ready for the big boys for this draft, but I'm just I'm trying to punch above my weight here. And that's why I'm going to go to the uh, first comedy of the draft. It's the funniest line, I think, maybe in movie and probably not movie Technically, history. Big Lebowski was a comedy, but but oh, going. you know that's a good point. No, that was a sports movie. It was all about bowling. Exactly, totally <laughs> sports movie. <laughs> I think it's, it's pretty basically all kinds of movie. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. It's just <laughs> that is awesome. It's Will Ferrell's best work. It's John C. Riley's best work. They're coming together. It's the dumbest movie of all time, and you either absolutely love it or you. Cannot sit through the first 10 minutes, but either way, it leaves an impression. I, I, I think it's one of the, the few, which they actually have a few of these now. Every time I watch it, I actually think it's funnier. And that's very rare for me on comedies. The Other Guys is another one that falls into that category. Love The Other Guys. Every time I watch it, I actually find more humor instead of the other way around. Brother Noah, what's, there's a movie where, oh, where, where somebody's like, oh, it's from Conspiracy Theory. Where he's like, never read it. He's like, ne- never. That's how I feel about the never seen it. You've never what? Never seen Step Brothers. Really? Yeah, that's true. Not a family friendly film. I will make sure and mention that. And <laughs> NSFW, not safe for work, but great T M I F N R. That is a good one. All right, you the would, wraparound. You would love Step Brothers. I'm still shocked about that. I know. All right. Um, listen, this one's way overquoted. Um, but like I said, I'm punching about that way. I've been trying to avoid the overquotes. I've been I really know. trying. But this one, it was delivered so perfectly, and it was delivered by a child. And when a child actor actually does something really, really well, it's always impressive. I grew up on this movie, loving baseball, running around with all my friends. You're killing me, Smalls. That's it, a good one. There, it's my favorite kid movie ever. Sandlot's so good. It's it, so good. It's it's incredible. It's uh, almost a coming of age story, a little bit. I would it say is. It there's is baseball. I mean, it's that's not my favorite scene in the movie, but if there's one... We also have a crush on Wendy Paffercorn. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That's my favorite scene in the movie, actually. I'm glad you brought that up. That's my favorite <laughs> scene. 
which is it's hilarious because now looking back, it's like yeah, that was kind of weird. Like that was a little gross, but at the time you were like, oh yeah, I could kiss a girl like that. <laughs> <laughs> I could get arrested now. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Good, good call on that one. Good, simple. Everybody knows it. I like that one. I just, you gotta, you gotta stick to your base sometimes. All right. I'm going to go. Speaking of dark and gritty, I'm going to go with, uh, one of my favorite quotes from Tyler Durden. It's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. Let me just pour a little lie on your arm. Ooh, Fight Club. Gotta love it. One of the greatest movies of all time, in my opinion. Tyler Durden obviously has so many good quotes. Again, that's one of those movies. There are so many. Uh, but there that's are. probably one of my favorite quotes of all time out of movies. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one to live by. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, once again, what a cast. What a film. It's good stuff. So I, I already know we got to do an honorable mention round, but I'm going to do my last one. And I like to think of lines that the more you think about them, the darker they become. There's a movie about a guy who is just mindlessly moving across America, killing people. And at one point, he walks into a, a, a place and he says to the person at the counter, what's, what's the most you've ever lost on a coin toss? The movie is so good. It's Javier Bardem, uh, No Country for Old Men. He literally goes and flips coins. And if they lose, he kills people. And he kills them by, by what? It, Firing an air pressure thing into that. Some crazy. But that line, what's the most you've ever lost on a coin toss? The more you think about that, the more you think about it. He actually says this in the movie. You live your life never realizing that one day you might come across the person who's going to be your death. And that person, that person across from counter him, had no idea when Javier Bardem walks in there that day that that could be his moment in life. I love that quote. The old man in that scene, too, is phenomenal. He plays it so well. He's like everybody's grandpa who's like, what, what are I we doing I don't know here? what's going on. Exactly. Like, he's totally perplexed. And, and really, I don't think he he ever actually figures out how close to death he was. And at the end, when Bardem says, don't put it in your pocket, sir. Don't put it in your pocket. Where it will become only just a quarter. And then he kind of does that eye up and goes, which it is. <laughs> it's such a good scene. It's so good. Okay. Honorable mention. Does anybody want to go first? Or should I just kick it off? Uh, go for it. Uh, okay. So honorable mention. This I like this because to me this sums up. Actually, this I, I should let Brother Noah have this because this sums up who Brother Noah will be at the end of his life. Get off my lawn. <laughs> the line by Clint Eastwood. Yes. The way he growls it out, and just knowing the person Clint Eastwood has been, it's it's every person in America. That is just full up to their neck in all the crap going around, and they're so tired of it all. He sums it up so perfectly in those few words. It's a great one. Great one. Verbal Kent in The Usual Suspects, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. One of my and favorite then, quotes. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great, Absolutely. such a great ending. That scene is amazing. So uh, I, I can't believe I didn't pick. I didn't pick anything from this movie. My dog is named after this man. Um, it's from Tombstone, and my favorite scene is whenever the great Doc Holliday is obviously slowly coming to an end. I think he had uh, tuberculosis is what it was in the original story. And so throughout the movie, the three-and-a-half-or-something-hour movie, he just clearly gets sicker and sicker and but he sicker. Is the single best part of that film. He's, he's probably my favorite movie character of all time. I named my dog Doc after him just because of it. And uh, Wyatt Earp, the, the main character of the movie itself, it moves into town and one of the local, the uh, Billy the Kid, 
comes up to him and says, Lawman, you retired? Wyatt Earp goes, yep. And he looks, uh, Billy the Kid looks at Doc Holliday, what about you? And Doc Holliday, pouring sweat, just thin as a rail, barely moving, goes, not me. I'm in my prime. (laughs) (laughs) So good. It it makes me smile every single time. I'll I'll be your Huckleberry is another one. I always try to steal an extra draft pick from you. I just did it again. Um, it's, It's my favorite movie. I love watching it. All right. Well, we are done for our time today. We'll see you back here on Monday as we do every day. Garrett won the last snake draft, just so everybody knows. Just so everybody knows. Which was Twitter, It was a bad duo. It it was the best snake draft I've probably ever heard. (laughs) You're cheating because you're... (laughs) Garrett, I'm surprised for for best quotes, Garrett doesn't have a list of Brother Noah quotes that he's just going to quote. Like, oh, can I win the snake draft again? Okay. Well, unlike you, I stuck to actual movies. So (laughs) Unlike you, I did my job. All right. We're out of time for the day. As we do every day, finish up with the quote of the day. Quote of the day. Everything you need to know is in the movies. We'll see you on Monday. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land.